Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. All right. What is up? How are y'all doing? Doing well? You excited to be here or not so much? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. This is actually, um, I'm a pastor of a church in Owings Mills called Rise City Church. We're just getting started. We're about two years in. So we're not very big or, you know, we're not this like huge church. But but one thing that I love to do is work with youth and speak to young people. That is like the peak of what I believe my ministry calling is, is to work and speak into the lives of young people. So I'm so blessed to be here with you tonight. And I think we are going to have a fantastic week together. I hope you're looking forward to the activities that RVR has to offer. Who's doing zipline? Anybody doing zipline? Yeah, I'm too big to ride that. I can't ride that. I can't ride that. I wouldn't want to ride that because I'm afraid of heights. I don't do roller coasters or any of that stuff. What about archery tag? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, archery tag. Paintball? Paintball in the house? Yeah. I might see you over there, do a little paintball with you. Don't let the size fool you. I'm an athlete. All right? I can, I can pick you off pretty well. Me and my kids actually play paintball in the backyard at our house, believe it or not. I love paintball. One thing that I, that I love about RVR is that when you come here, and I've been doing this camp for a long time. I used to bring huge groups of kids out here to RVR. We used to be very excited about getting out here because it just seems like there's just freedom here. There's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of space to just walk around, walk the property, see a lot of amazing things. You can pet horses. You can go on zip lines. You can play paintball, archery tag. I don't know if y'all still do dodgeball. Y'all still do dodgeball out here? Yeah, dodgeball tournaments and stuff like that. I don't know if you do the tournaments, but I love that. Um, but there's just so much to do, and it feels free. My own two kids came to week one at camp. Um, and the first question that I asked them is like, what are you excited for? What are you excited to do? And my son straight away, paintball. My daughter straight away, horses. Like, what are you excited to do? What is the thing that you're saying yes to at RVR this summer. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we can have this space that God has given us where we can come and just have a great time, kind of just throw our cares into the wind, say, I'm going to be here for a week. I'm going to be here with some great people. The counselors are going to have my back. We're going to have a good time together. I might make some new friends and we're just going to have an epic week this summer. Can I get an amen on that? Can I get an amen on that? We're going to have an epic week this summer, this summer. I love this idea of freedom bound, freedom bound. And, and, and here's the thing. When I, when I think about uh, faith, putting faith in Jesus, having a faith in God, a relationship with God, oftentimes the last thing that I think about, and I know this may be true for some young people, is the idea of freedom, the idea of freedom. Because a lot of times when we think of God, we like to think of God as some kind of like rule setter in the sky like he's the one that's going to like be watching over us and kill our fun and put in all these rules and tell us what we got to do and what we can't do and what the rules are and lay the law down and we're just going to live to try to you know make him love us you know we're going to do the best we can to not get in too much trouble like a lot of times we have this kind of view of God in our walk with him and I don't know if you've had a relationship with somebody when it comes to faith but it's just we're all about the rules. We're all about the rules. And mostly the rules are about what you can't do when it comes to faith, when it comes to faith. I have this clip that I want to show you. It's kind of funny, um, but it kind of makes me think a little bit about 
what, how we view God when it comes to our relationship with him. Can we show that real quick? Not here to be cool for my kids. You know how cool my kids think I am. You know what they call me at home? My nickname, Dr. No. Dr. No. You know why? Because I give them a lot of no. A lot of no. A lot of kids kid too much yes. I give them no. I call it the gift of no. More parents should do that. Daddy, can I have that? No. Can I have the keys to the car? Let's see here. No. Can I go over there? Nope. Can I spend the night over there? Hmm, this old man, he said no. <laughs> Get creative. Eeny, meeny, miny, no. Now you're just somebody that I used to. No. <laughs> There's so many ways to say no. <laughs> I love that guy. It's Tim Hawkins. He's so funny. But, but sometimes I think we can think of our God in that way. He's just there waiting to say, no, I will tell you this. Um, I have two kids of my own. As I said, Andrew, he is 10 years old. He's going to be 11. I've got a daughter named Madeline Grace. She's nine. She's going to be 10 uh, in March, actually. So that's kind of a long way off. But these are two kids that when they came into the world, they didn't get a no. They, they didn't like come into the world with their father thinking about all the ways that I'm just going to say no when it comes to your life. When they came into this world and I looked my baby girl and my son in their eyes, I just had a yes for them. It was yes. Like, like my yes for you kids is going to be, I'm going to try to provide the best quality of life that I can possibly provide for you. I'm going to go ahead and apologize right now for all the ways that I might screw you up. But I'm going to do my very best to provide for you a structure, uh, to provide for you a quality of life so that you can just be free. You can be free because you, you feel protected. You feel safe. You feel clothed. You feel fed. You got friends. You got all the opportunities that, that I can provide for you so so that, that you can have a quality of life that is just free. That you don't have to have the anxiety of, of, of uh, terrible things happening to you. You don't have to have the anxiety of toxicity being around you. You don't have to have this kind of anxiety. And so when I look at my kids, the father that I am, the father that I know that I have, I look them in the eyes and I say, I cannot wait to see you grow beneath the banner of my love. I can't wait for that. And it starts right now. It starts right now. I'm your father. You're my son. You're my daughter. And I'm going to put my, lay my life down for you so that you can live free. Right? That's, that's, that's my role. That, that's my, my devotion to my kids. That's what I want for them. So my word to my kids when they came into this world was, yes, I just spent two weeks with my kids visiting Nana down south in Charleston, South Carolina. It's hot out here. I'm sweating because of this humidity around here. But down south, it was 110 degrees, y'all. 110 degrees. The humidity was crazy. You stepped outside, alligators were just walking down the street, couldn't believe it. They were, uh, it looked like these alligators were stalking me to eat my puppy. I have a new puppy and her name is Macy. She's a little schnoodle. I'll bring a picture of her tomorrow because I love to show off. She's this little tiny schnoodle and it looked like the alligators were just like creeping, ready to eat this little puppy. But that's how hot, hot it was. Like the alligators were just out, like just common. Just like, hey, we're out here. The alligators out here, the sweltering heat. Does that not blow your mind? 10-foot alligator walking by? Just me. I'm easily impressed. Anyway, so we're down in South Carolina, and we go to the beach. And I told my kids we're going to the beach. And I didn't start off with my, my uh, directives for my kids at the beach to be no. Like, when we go to the beach, we're going to experience the waves. 
We're gonna experience the sun. We're gonna be building sandcastles. We're gonna be body surfing out in those waves, out in that surf. We're gonna bring our boogie boards. We might surf a little bit. Like these are the things that we're gonna do. And the directive is yes. Like we're going to the beach to say yes. We're on vacation to live in the fullness of yes. We're gonna be free out here. And when I think of God and his word, that's the intent that he has for you and me. He didn't create all of this so that you can feel confined and restrained, so that you can feel like there's a heavy yoke and heavy burden beneath the banner of his no. He wants you to live in the fullness of his yes. He created this for you and me. And he created you and me for him. But he wants you to live in the fullness of the yes. And I love that when we start in the scriptures, at the very beginning, we have Genesis chapter one, where we have a creation account. In the beginning, God said, and there was. There was light, there was life, there was vegetation, there was trees, there was sky, there was land, there was sea, there was sun, there was all this stuff, right? I was getting hyped, but y'all didn't want to hype me up or gas me up. That's fine. That's fine. No, 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 no. We'll save it for a later time. (laughs) Anyway, um, but that's what it was. He created all these things, the heavens, the earth, and the galaxies, space, and gravity, all these things. He created to be enjoyed freely. And when we look at the creation of man, where after all that was created and what he said was, we have the creation of mankind. And in Genesis chapter 1, verses 27 through 28, it says this, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Roll over the fish of the sea and the birds of the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. When we look at the first directive, the first commissioning of mankind, the first order that God gives man, the first command that he gives them, he says, yes. He doesn't begin with, no, he says, be fruitful, increase in number, fill the earth, manage the earth, rule, be free. He gives them a yes. All this that I have created, this whole garden, this whole earth, it's yours. Love it, rule it. I even gave you each other, man and woman. I gave you each other. You can live freely in this space, subdued together, be one with one another, manage the earth, be fruitful and multiply. Genesis 2, verse 15, he gives another yes. He says, he took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. It's another yes. Bro, you hungry? You can eat from anything around here. You hungry? Go and eat from any place. He says that he says, he put them, he put them in the garden and he says, you are free to eat. The first directive, the first declaration that God gave man and woman was yes. It was yes. So it was a declaration of freedom. It was a declaration of freedom. And tonight, that's the point. When God made the heavens and the earth and you, he declared you are free. He declared it. I want you to live and enjoy 
and be in a relationship with me. I want you to enjoy what I've created for you. You are free. Manage this. Work this. Love this. Love each other and love me. And you are free. God's plan and purpose for mankind began with a yes. But we don't like to look at the yes when it comes to faith, when it comes to our relationship with God. Oh, don't get it twisted. I mean, we're going to get into the no's. We got some time together. We got some days ahead of us. We will get to some of those no's that God has for us. But we have to understand that when God gives a no, he gives a no because it points you to the greater yes. And that's his heart for you. His heart for you is to enjoy the yes of his intention, the yes of his plan, the yes of his design, the yes of his purpose, the yes of the freedom that he's given you. Turn to you somebody and say, yes. Say, enjoy the yes. Enjoy the yes. God intended for you to live in the fullness of his yes for you. And so this week, this week, I want us to begin thinking about this word freedom. This word freedom, because that was God's intent for his people from the beginning. From the beginning, God did not desire for his people to be shackled by pride, by bitterness, by jealousy, by evil, by greed. He didn't, he didn't intend for his people to be shackled in sin and depression and anxiety and fear. He didn't want his kids to be shackled with embarrassment and feel like they don't have the freedom to, to be vulnerable or transparent with that. He didn't, he didn't want you to be bound by darkness and brokenness and even the, the ramifications of other people's sin and their poor decisions before you. He didn't want you to be wrapped in that. He wanted you to be enveloped in his love, in the freedom of the relationship that you have in him. And as real as the sound of the rain hitting the tin of this crazy OTM farmhouse space, as real and tangible as that is heard, I want you to hear that God wants you to live in the fullness of his freedom. And as sure as that rain falls, He wants you to experience the fullness of his love falling on you and raining on you this week, this week. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this morning and this opportunity to come together in anticipation for a fantastic week, Lord. And Father, we thank you and we praise you for the rain because I pray that that rain will fall for now to cool out the weather, (laughs) to cool things off a little bit. Lord, and I pray that tonight we would just begin to wrap our hearts and minds around the truth that what you have created, you have created your kids to enjoy. But Lord, we know that comes with responsibility. We know that comes with an understanding of who you are and the need for that understanding. And this week, Lord, I pray that you would help us get that. You would help us understand that. You would help us to unlock that. You would help us to live in the fullness of that, that God loves us and he wants us to live 
free. We praise you and we thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Life After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.